Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Eric Hickman from the Retro Obscura Podcast, and you're listening to Two Dudes and a Ness. Hey, Jessica. What's up, man? Uh, much just uh, getting tone over here. Getting tone? Yeah, getting tone. So you doing some high intensity exercises? Yep, I'm doing some uh, some shield throws. Uh huh. It's, like, uh, it's always nice to have your shield on like a bungee cord, or it just bounces right back to you, you know? Yeah, I like to do my shield throws, and I like to do my my turtle hops. Mm hmm. Maternal mm-hmm. hops. Yeah, roly-poly hops. Yeah, it really gets me good in tone. Right, right. See this? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, in case, oh. people, in case people haven't guessed, we're talking about Rygar today. Rygar. Rigor. Rigor? Rigorous? Rigorous game? I think it's Rygar, but we can... I know. I mean, for his homies who are close to him, you know, we can call him Rigor. Rigor mortis. Maybe not. That's a little demented. <laughs> he might. Uh, he might not appreciate that. Yeah, I don't think so. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, been together. The I know it has been a while. We had some uh, with some holidays, and then uh, then we had Illness. some flu. Some flu. Yeah. Right. First so, first time I've ever had the flu. It was a little rough. It's rough. I had it once in high school, and it's not fun. So, I was out for like seven days. Yeah. And by out, did you mean like literally out? Like out of it? Yeah, basically. I mean, I went down to the, you know, went down to the market and never came home. (laughs) Went to the flu market. (laughs) And you went wee, wee, wee all the way home. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the first time we've sat down together since the Christmas episode, which mm-hmm. was actually before Christmas, so good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, my friend. Good to everybody li- still listening to us. Yeah, uh, I, hope, I hope so after listening to the, those awesome songs. Yeah, yeah, those that was awesome. Did we get a lot of downloads on that? We got like one or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did you download it too? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. <laughs> uh, right. 
I don't think Matthew didn't even download it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you before we started into the show. Do you want to say something about the app? Or, uh, you know? I'll talk about it at the end whenever we go talk okay. about the app. All right. So you want to hear some history? I would love to hear some history. Justin's Historical Tidbits and Trivia. All right. So Rygar is a game that was ported, obviously, from an arcade game. Now, one thing about the arcade game is the arcade game was pretty was a very different game than the than the NES version. The, the, the NES version was more... Well, first of all, the arcade version was basically just like an action-adventure game. You're just running through um, with your shield, and there's no, like, there's no role-playing, I guess you could say, aspect to it. And then when they ported it to the NES, they really took a lot more time and put a lot more elements into it and made it a longer game and a more involved game. The problem with that, though, is when they did that, they didn't create the game with a save state. So there's no battery and there's no password system. It's actually kind of a long game. We'll talk about that in the gameplay, I'm sure, but it's kind of a long game that you can't save. So you're pretty much, your only option is to, like, pause it. And leave and, your system. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, get burned in on your screen if you don't turn the TV off. Um, but anyway, it was an interesting game because it took the action adventure part and it combined it with a role playing part, and it also had the features of like the open ended action adventure games like Metroid before, and um, it was one of the first games to uh, feature the permanent power up, which was basically like combining power up with what's kind of like seen as experience points in the role playing games. So you got tone, as I like. To yeah, call. exactly tone. Right. Um, so that was an, an interesting aspect that, that really Rygar um, brought into this. Or Tecmo, I should say. I don't think I've even brought that up. That Tecmo actually created this game. Tecmo did more than Super Bowl, right? Um, so the arcade was released in 1986, and then this game comes around for the Famicom. Uh, in April of 1987, and then released for the Nintendo in uh, North America in 1987, and in Europe didn't get it until 1990. Here's the inter- here's the interesting thing about the Eurovision European version. So European PAL version, right? The PAL version, right? The PAL version was actually harder because the PAL version of the game featured less had a had a smaller memory capacity on it, so Rygar could only accumulate 1,023 attack and defense points. So it basically it was a weaker Rygar. You could never, like in the real, in the North American version, you could get up to like 4,000, but in this version, you could only get 1,023. So basically huh. what it meant was Rygar, as, at its strongest, would die after two or three hits. So basically you're, you know, you're playing at a hard disadvantage. And especially like the last level. And if you go on YouTube, you can find people that have played the, the, the PAL version and beat it and beat the final boss. And so it's pretty impressive because obviously with you know you're playing at a disadvantage. It's the it's the reverse game genie, if you will. Yeah. That's um, poor, poor poor Europeans. Right. Um, 
so that was one of the more interesting things that I found about this game is the 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 um, that European difference. And then IGN rated it as the 59th game on their top 100 NES games of all time, and it's gathered gathered kind of a cult classic uh, following. And if any of the D-patters are out there are really hardcore collectors, you want to get on eBay right now because there is a sealed, factory-sealed box version of Rygar right now for a low, low price of $2,999. <laughs> so, so if anybody's interested, I know there's probably people just running the eBay right now um, to get that, get their hands on that. So, yeah, well, by the time this airs... Yeah, it'll probably be gone. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so that's about it for the history segment. You got? Uh, did you have this game? Did you go out finding it? You have a Rob Luther-like story? Michael's quest to find the cart. No, unfortunately, I don't have a Rob Luther quality story. I did not have this game growing up, and um, I do. But I do remember playing the arcade. I remember going. We used to go to Pigeon Forge all the time, like mm-hmm. at least once a year, my family would, which mm-hmm. for anybody out there listening, it's a very touristy place in uh, Tennessee, in the Smoky Mountains, mm-hmm. right next to Dollywood. But anyways, we would go there, and they have all these arcades, and I would always go to the arcade. I remember playing Rygar quite a bit. I remember it being very hard, mm-hmm. um, but I never did get the I never did get the game for the NES as a kid. So fast forward to, I don't know, three or four years ago. Maybe not even three or four years ago. But I was just out browsing through some some games at a local shop, and lo and behold, I saw Rygar for dirt cheap. And I thought, this name looks familiar, but I didn't really know. It was just a game, and it just had the picture of the guy on the cover, Rygar, with his... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. If you see the cover, it's like a... Yeah, very... I don't know. It reminds me of American Gladiators for some reason. Yeah, I can kind yeah. of see that. He's like, he's like blocking... He's, he's kind of vaulting over some guy's head, mm-hmm. and he's blocking some birds with his shield thingy. But yeah. anyways, it didn't really tell me what the game was, so, so I didn't... I, I got it because it was you know, fairly cheap. But then I got home, and I plugged it in. I was like, oh, yeah. I remember this game from the arcade because it looks it looks a lot like the arcade game. It really does look a lot like it. It plays quite a bit differently, but it looks a lot like mm-hmm. it. Right. So, so I did. I, I picked it up, brought it home, played it. I remember it. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to say, and this is going back. Old memory here. I want to say I played it on the arcade too. I never played it on the on the Nintendo growing up, but I'm fairly certain I played the arcade version. Now the arcade version, you only, you get hit once, you're dead. Right. There's no life. So, yeah. So uh, it is quite a bit more difficult. I mean, you have lives, I guess. I, get you, I think you get two or three lives, but when you when you get hit, you die and go back, and then have to. Hmm. I guess it just depends on how they have the dip switches set on the arcade, how many lives you get per quarter. But right. Another a cool thing about the arcade, or not a cool thing, but an interesting thing about the arcade. I know this is not the arcade podcast, but an interesting <laughs> thing about the arcade is 
you can use quarters to continue throughout the whole game until you get to like the final level, and then it won't let you continue with quarters on the final level. I thought huh. that was I thought that was kind of interesting about the arcade. A little yeah, a little trivia there. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So, well, let's, so talk, let's talk about the NES version yeah. of this game. The game discussion. Right. So you've been playing it a lot this week? Well, I actually, I mean, I guess, thanks to the, I guess thanks to the flu, I got to play it a little more than normal. Mm-hmm. But of course, I was. it was a flu-induced plane, meaning I was in and out of sleep and... Uh, whatnot, so I don't really remember much about playing it while I was on the flu. Right. But I, did, I did play it a little bit in the past couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know, you know, we can get into it a little deeper here pretty soon, but I just thought it was okay. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, because when I was playing with it, I was like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to cause a riot here. But uh, I was like, you know, I guess the fans voted for it, the deep batters voted for it, and I was like, there's there was a lot of comments about it, and people loved this game, and I was like, well, this has got to be just an awesome game that I've never played. And then I played it, and I was not not as not as intrigued by it as I thought I would be. Yeah, so I mean, maybe it's, that's it's it's cool because. Uh, it's, it, it plays well. I mean, the action, the controls, they're all kind of spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun to play. I, I mean, and and I like how it changes it up when it goes from 2D or 2, 2D side scroller to like a top-down kind of thing, kind of like a Zelda. Right. I, mean, I think it's got a lot of interesting concepts. I just feel, for some reason, I just feel like it's just mediocre. I don't know why it hits me as mediocre. I feel like... It kind of has to do. I think it has. This game has to do with the fact whether or not you played it growing up. Yeah, I feel like that kind of has a lot to do with. Because I didn't. I played the arcade, but I didn't actually play the NES version of the game growing up. So I kind of remember the arcade, and then I'm kind of trying to just now experience the NES version of the game. And while it's fun to play, it just I don't know. It pales in comparison to some of the greater games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that the perfect example of that for me was like, well, pro. Uh, this game's way better than this game that I'm about to use as my example, so maybe this isn't a great example. But I was going to say, it's kind of like Ghostbusters for me. I used to think it was awesome as a kid, but now I play it now, and it's like, this is terrible. And then this game's not terrible, but it's like, I don't know. It's just like, I, maybe if I played it back then, I would have been more into it than I am now. That's a really bad example you just gave because you didn't yeah, that's, get either. Let's just uh, let's just let's edit that out. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> we don't no. we don't edit on this show, so apparently not. <laughs> apparently, when you, when somebody says edit that out, that means just leave it in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if anybody knows, and hopefully this doesn't ruin our family friendly reputation. But uh, we said edit that out on the uh, when the. The D word got dropped. The D bomb got dropped on the ninja, on the Christmas episode. Yeah, and <laughs> went went right on through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the what was the episode where where you told me to edit this out and it was like, okay, I'll edit it out, but then it just stayed in. I left it in accidentally. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, like, it was one round. Some... 
Ninja Gaiden, wasn't it? Wasn't Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, maybe it was just a bunch of silence or something. It's like, yeah, we'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's what that's what I say. We we say edit it out, and that means don't don't do anything. Yeah, and you bring up you bring up Ninja Gaiden, and I think that's part of the problem that I have with this game, is we played Ninja Gaiden so recently, right? And did it, did it for the show. It was like the one right before the Christmas episode, right, or something? Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, so Ninja Gaiden was still so fresh in my mind, and that is just such a perfect 2D platforming game. Mm. And that, that that plan Rygar just felt mediocre. I think that I think just because Ninja Gaiden was still so fresh in my mind that it was just kind of kind of helped ruin the reputation of Rygar. Another Tecmo Tecmo game. Yeah, it is. They're both Tecmo games too, so yeah. it's kind of. Yeah, we've done a lot of Tecmo games, haven't we? I think well, I so. Know, but at least three. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden, well, Tecmo Bowl, and um, this one. Yeah. So, let's talk about the actual game. Okay. So, hey, you, you know, I got a good idea of how we can do that. Okay. Do you have an idea of what my idea is? Oh man, I think I I just saw you reach for something, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Is it a manual? It could be a manual. Sweet. What do you think about this? I was actually hoping to have a manual because, oh man, look at that. I like how he has his head on that one guy, the goblin or whatever. It's like, stay down there. You know? Yeah, his hand. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I was kind of hoping you had a manual because I wanted to know the name of some of these characters. Yeah. Okay, let's start with the... I guess we'll start... Well, there isn't really a story, but I like the first bullet point here, the first part of the table of contents. Geographical features of a holy place. <laughs> Argul. <laughs> yes, awesome. Mm -hmm. For some reason, Argul does not sound like a holy place to me. No, it does not. And these names, Grand Mountain, I just thought like, so like somebody's grandparent, because Gran is like, you know, people call Gran and like their grandmother, Gran. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where Rygar's uh, grandmother lives. Oh, Grand. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you've got Gallows, Gallows, which is the top-down level. I thought that was pretty neat, having the top-down levels in there with the side-scroller. Yeah, they do, not it a few, they, they do it a few different times, too. It's not mm -hmm. just the gar, Galaws. They also yeah. do kind of... There's a couple dungeons, I think. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was a pretty neat aspect. I'm not a huge top-down fan. I know that's... Zelda, obviously, was a good game, but... I'm uh, not a huge top-down fan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of blasphemy, I think. I know, I know. There's a lot of gamers huge. out there. I know. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you know, you're really showing your your anti nerd colors right now. What are you trying to do? Here? Well, come on, I you know, sorry. No, to each his own. That's fine. That's fine. Well, you know, and I, maybe that's enough. Nah, never mind. I probably shouldn't say this because I'm probably going to get another blasphemy remark. But I'm just not a big RPG guy. Either. Yeah. Well, that happens. There's some people who just aren't into it. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I guess most people are, but most people are. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, okay, 
All right, let me go through. Let's go through some more here. Let's see. There's the map of Grand Mountain. Now, that's something that's kind of interesting about this game too. Is it's kind of a. Uh, well, I think you alluded to it a little bit in the history. It's kind of a. It takes a little bit of a peg from Metroid in that mm-hmm. you kind of get to traverse the world and mm-hmm. you, you collect things that allow you to traverse different parts of the world. Like you have to get the grappling hook that looks like it comes out of your pants. <laughs> did, you, did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's an interesting grappling hook you've got there. Yeah. Is that, that a grappling gra- hook in your pa- pants, or are you just happy? Yeah, uh, that was my joke. I was trying to go. Oh, that's right. man, sorry. Stepped that's on right. your toes there. It's okay. It's okay. I was trying to step on yours. Um, yeah, so that's you get that, and then you also get the... Um, I don't know what it's called. It's like a rope. I can't remember, but you can glide across the gaps on the with the rope. Right. So that's yeah. cool. That's cool too. So you get these things that you can use to traverse these different parts of the map. And uh, did you notice when you glided across like the water that it kind of almost looks like he's not really holding onto the rope when he goes across from side to side, not front to back? No, I don't. I don't really know if okay. I ever follow you. Okay. I know, I did notice that whenever he looks really funny climbing up and down a rope. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an interesting tactic of uh, rope climbing. Yeah. Yes. Looks, like it, looks like it would hurt his butt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I've never seen two legs go up at the same time when people climb. I don't know. Yeah. You know, right. I, I'm not exactly an expert rope climber, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever done it ever once in my life, so... Yeah. So, I, I think Rygar probably knows a little bit better than we do. That's true. I just think it looks funny. We will... We'll give it to Rygar on that one. Yep. I got the story here. Here's the story. You ready for this? All right. I'm ready. All right. Once, there was a holy place called Argul which is founded by five legendary Endora gods. One day, suddenly, the blackest tragedy happened. The prosperous holy place, Argul, was attacked by the troops of the cruel king called Liger. The sky of the holy place was completely covered with the flying castle of Liger and his army of dangerous beasts. These animalized soldiers came down from the sky and committed the most atrocious cruelties. In a single day, they established the kingdom of evil. Oh, man. Uh, One one day. day, It it took seven days to build the world. It took one day (laughs) to turn it evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, In addition, Liger took away the door to peace symbolizing the peace that had been created by Endora. Oh, man. There's a lot more here. <laughs> blah, 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 evil spirits, blah, blah, people praying, blah, blah. At last, Rygar, the hero, came back from the dead in order to restore peace to the land of Argul, battling the forces of evil everywhere, joined forces with Rygar. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, he joined. Rygar comes back from the dead. Yeah, they prayed him back to life. I guess. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that, that adds an interesting aspect to this game that I didn't realize was going on. <clears throat> All right. 
And you didn't you didn't read that last sentence with enough emphasis. There is an exclamation mark. Okay, I'll I'll let you handle that one then. Join forces with Rygar. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Maybe you should be the manual man. I'll do it again. <laughs> All right, let's go over here to controller parts and operating instructions. Sure, sure. I like how it's directing. Here's what Rygar looks like running left. Yeah. Here's what he looks like running right. <laughs> they had to show us left and right, which I don't know if you'll notice. Uh, his is sh the shield is on. He switches hands apparently. Ah, okay. Yeah. Look, I mean, when he's running right, it's on his right hand. When he's running left, it's on his left hand. Right. <laughs> it seems like a small shield in that picture. Much smaller than what the game portrays it to be. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, it's weird. On the cover of the game, it's like a fiery shield-looking thing. Mm -hmm. In the game, it didn't really look like that. Yeah. And in the manual here, it didn't really look like that. So it's a little deceptive. Yeah. I think we can fairly... I think it's fairly safe to say that this character that they show Rygar running left and right does not look, does not look anything like Rygar. It may not be Rygar. Maybe it's no. not. Yeah, that's true. All right, what else we got? Uh, First of all, go meet the legendary... That's it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's not the legendary anything. He's the... Le oh, the legendary god, perhaps? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're relying a little too heavily on the mound. You wanted to see some of the names of characters here. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. All right. So go. what's the roly-bully? Rolfer. Rolfer. Yeah. I like that. What, it Malcolm? lives in the ground. Sensing someone's approaching, it comes out of the ground and attacks them by rotating. Yeah. Alright. Uh, and then I guess it's the Epulkans that fly but their wings don't flap in the game. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah. They have wings. They don't even flap. Right. The turtle's cool. I like it. Prag Pragokilis? Pragokilis? Mm -hmm. That's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, what else to say? The tree. I'm assuming that's a tree. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. There's a snail. There's a tank. Yeah. All right. There. Yeah. Now one thing. It. One thing. Wait, I, no, the resurrection part. Now this yeah. is this, this is something that kind of confused me when I was trying to play the game. Okay, when you die in the game. It takes mm -hmm. you back to the start screen. But okay. sometimes, if you press start, it puts you right back where you were, but sometimes it doesn't. I could not figure that out. Yeah. Maybe my game was just messed up, but sometimes... Maybe. I think it's supposed to take you back to where you were when you hit start. Right. I think you got a cart that's maybe a little... Maybe a little finicky. Uh, yeah, or maybe I just took too long to hit start or something. Yeah, you passed out in your flu coma. Okay. Could be. I mean, I was definitely in a uh, flu coma while yeah. playing this game. All right. All right, so what did you really think? I mean, I know you said you think it's mediocre. Tell me something you liked about it, though. I know you said what? you liked the way it switched to top-down, but you don't like top-down, so I don't really count that as a like. 
<laughs> I said, yeah, I I did like it as a like an action adventure game. I guess it just kind of got a little too much RPG like for me. Yeah. The whole collecting and building up life. I you know I'm just a I'm a I'm a beat 'em up kind of guy. You know, uh, action adventure game kind of person. That you know this game didn't really appeal to me in the. It appealed to me partially, and then it just kind of got to where it was like... And another thing that I thought was kind of a drag was the color schemes. I felt like it was just all so red. Lots of reds and oranges, yeah. Yeah. And browns, browns. Lots of browns and reds and oranges. Yeah. Now, I one aspect that I did really like about the game was the music. I thought the music was really good. The music was, it was like really epic. Good. Yeah, it's, it's epic-like music. So it's like Conan the Barbarian esque, I guess. Um, but it was, um, but it was a good game. Uh, it was a good game. It just wasn't. Um, it just didn't make it into my top. You know, top top choices of play. So yeah, you know, a lot of people in this game, you kind of get to, uh, you kind of spend your time. Killing bad guys to tone up, right? Right. Like, to build your character. And that, that, that's kind of where the RPG elements get in. Right. It's something that I don't even like about it. I like RPGs, right? But mm-hmm. I always hate the grind of RPGs. Right. And this game kind of makes you grind in a side-scrolling platformer, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't necessarily have to, but you, the game will be a lot easier if you spend some time grinding and making your and toning up Rygar, you know? Right. And that's something that I think kind of drags the game down a little bit. I'd rather just play through it and then naturally kind of progress, but I don't know. I felt like I felt like I needed to grind a little bit, which that is kind of a drag. It's kind of one of those things where you, they've got like one foot in, in one area, one foot in the other, where it's like one foot in the RPG world, one foot in the action-adventure world, and they just don't pick one. They're like trying to make you do both. It like it feels like a game where you kind of want to run through real quick, but like you said, if you try to run through it quicker, it will be harder. So you have you should not do that. Um, yeah, the, the action and controls really yield to like a quick playthrough. It almost feels it's almost as fast as as you know Ninja Gaiden, the, the other Tecmo game we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And the way the and the way that you throw your shield, it just feels good to, to do the action. And then, yet I felt kind of held back in wanting to sit in one place and level my guy up, so to speak. Right. But yeah. I don't know. I guess I didn't really have to, but I, I just felt like any time I get in a game where I can where I can level my guy up, I just feel this need to do so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not really it's not really yeah. Rygar's fault. It's my fault for for having those thoughts, but. Yeah, how dare you! I um, also I also thought that the hit detection was kind of glitchy in places, which actually, you know, normally I think the hit detection is glitchy and it, it hurts me because I can't I don't really feel like I'm hitting the guys and I can't really tell when I'm hitting the guys. But in this game, it actually kind of works in your benefit. I felt like I was hitting beside the guys and it was still hitting them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like especially yeah. in the, in the top down sections, I would throw my shield. And I would obviously be missing the bad guy, but it was but still kill them. Yeah, it was still count as hitting them. So, yeah, I kind of noticed that too. You go from side if you threw the shield from side to side and hit it, but you didn't really hit it. You maybe just hit like right underneath them. Mm-hmm. It would 
count as a hit. Um, how, how did you feel? The, I'll say this. Maybe this is my problem. I sit down and played this game without reading anything about it. Didn't know anything about it. So when the first game starts up, I'm thinking it's just an action-adventure game, and I start just plowing through. And maybe that's my problem is maybe I didn't realize I was getting into what I was getting into before, you know, I didn't read anything about the game, didn't know anything about the game, just start playing it. And it's not really, I guess if I knew what it was, what I was getting myself into, I would have gotten more interested in it maybe. Yeah, I kind of did the same thing at first. I just kind of dove right in. And when I, when you do that, you don't really understand what you're supposed to be doing. Because this right. game, you're actually you gotta you gotta you gotta go certain places and collect things, and it's got a map that you can kind of traverse around. But it feels like a just like a straight up action game. But after I will say that after I looked up kind of what I was supposed to be doing, or at least kind of the general direction, it was a lot more fun. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it does it it is something that you kind of need to know what you're doing. You you don't have to know what you're doing. I guess you could figure it out, but. Um, it helps if you kind of know what style of game it is before going into it, right. because it's, it can be very deceptive as to what kind of game it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely could be very deceptive. So, the turtles, you can stomp on. And mm-hmm. then, the roly-polies, you, I was hitting with my shield. What about those, like, bat-like characters? Is, is it a bat... That they flap their wings like kind of like a Dracula. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like yeah. That's. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> I thought the sprites were, were what? <laughs> I see. Like I, see I see you. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But anyway, I guess that brings up. I, I thought the sprites were really good in the game. I thought that they looked really, really cool. The bad guys were really detailed. Yeah, I thought so too, and I thought the animations were good. Although his jump animation is weird, but his running animation is pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, the wings don't flap on the gargoyle-looking thing. But uh, what, you know, what are you gonna do? You can't be beggars can't be choosers. At least you got a variety of characters to fight. Yeah. And the bosses—I don't know—did you ever make it to any of the bosses? The yeah. bosses are really cool looking. They're really neat designs on the bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the sprites really, and even like the in-level bad guys in a lot of games, they're not that. The sprites are usually kind of smaller or whatever. They're really big in this game, so that was pretty neat little feature about it. Yeah, the game's got a lot. It's got a lot of details in the graphics, which is something <laughs> you don't, you didn't see a whole lot on the NES, but it really stands out when you do see it. Like I agree, the same thing, same thing with Ninja Gaiden, and the same thing with a lot of the better NES games. Mm-hmm. They really stand out. The graphics, the good graphic, the good graphical games or whatever. Mm-hmm. The games with the best graphics really stand out quite a bit. And I thought this, I thought this was this one had some pretty good graphics. Yeah, I just you know again going alluding back to that use of the red and orange. I wish they kind of would have mixed it up a little bit more in the color aspect. But I thought that it it was. Um, it was graphically a pretty good game, um, and I kind of lost my train of thought there. I was going somewhere with that, but I forgot. Yeah, that's okay. That happens to us a lot, I think. <laughs> yeah. I so. think they were. I think that with the deal with all the reds and browns, I think they were going for realism. I think they were trying to make it look like a more realistic. I mean, what are you going to do with this 
yeah. gods and all these demons and stuff or whatever that he's fighting. But I, <laughs> I, I think I think that they're going for like a like realistic backgrounds and and they didn't want to make. I don't think Rygar is supposed to be. Uh, you know, he's not supposed to be purple or something. He's supposed to look kind of realistic, which I think he does. I mean, yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. I think that this would have been a game that, like we've talked about with other games in the past, that if you were playing it as a kid, you probably would have like really like had to take some notes and uh, maybe draw out some maps and stuff. I think one of our commenters on on Facebook even kind of mentioned that something about drawing out the maps and uh, as a yeah. as a kid. I don't think it's as bad as say Metroid or something, but I do think it's uh, I think it's along those lines. I think if you would need because I mean I I found myself turning to game facts just trying to get further in this game because I didn't really know exactly where to go. So mm-hmm. I think having notes and having maps and whatnot for this game would be helpful. And I think that's something you probably have to do back in the day. Draw them out, old school style. Yeah, some graphic paper. I have a tendency, and this is this doesn't just go for games on, that we play on the show. This just goes for all games that I play. Uh, if I find myself having to actually break out pen and paper and draw maps and stuff, I usually just turn it turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Not that into it. <laughs> I'm, a pretty, I'm, I'm a pretty lazy gamer. Like I, I, yeah. I like for for example, I played a lot of Metroid whenever we were doing the show. When we actually mm-hmm. did the show back, back, back oh, way back when, and uh, I remember complaining about the maps then. But I went to go play it again. I was like, oh, I kind of feel like playing Metroid. I went to go play it again, and I started it up the other day. Uh, it wasn't the other day; it was like a month ago. But still, it was after we had done it the first time. And I started playing it, and I was, and I, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna have to draw a map or something. <laughs> I just turned it. Uh, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that we just lost a lost a card there in our true gamer spirit. Yeah, but, I know. Well, as a kid, it's one of, it's one thing as a kid, but nowadays it's kind of like eh, I'm not gonna have, put that much. I don't have I don't have time for that, you know. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, so. if I would have kept all my old maps from when I was a kid and I could just break them out and look at them, that would be one thing. But having to actually draw out new ones, I don't have time right. for that. Yeah. So. Anyway, so well, you know this game is actually available on mobile phones. No, I did not know that. The yeah. arcade version or the NES version? I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. I didn't play it. I just saw that it was available. So I don't know if it's the arcade version or the NES version. If it's the NES version, and that's another thing. It's 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 available for the virtual console, and I wonder if you can save on the virtual console. Yes, you can. You can do save states on the virtual console. Okay, that would that would make a big difference. Yeah, I really thought about firing this up on my PSP and and, and doing save states, but because yeah. uh, that would have been really cool. It may have made this game a lot better, but I just didn't. I don't yeah. know. For some reason, the whole flu thing and having time to play games. I don't know. You know, I thought I thought you know when I got the flu. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be the first when it was first starting to hit. I was like, I'm gonna be out of work for a couple of days. I could really get some gaming in. And then the flu really hit me, and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to do anything but sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, the flu's bad. It's yeah. it's not fun stuff. So oh well. 
Um, yeah, this game is actually also on this 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 some system called the Master System. I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it, but uh, it was available for that. And there was a new version of this game. It seems like I read somewhere. Did you... Okay, here it is. There's a PS2 game that came out not too long yeah. ago. Yeah, PS2 version. Um, it was released with 3D graphics and portions of the environment are destructible. I wonder if anybody what? played I did. And what, I'll tell you what happened with that game. And I think, now I may be wrong and somebody will probably correct me, but I think this game came out right before God of War, right? Rygar for the PS2 did? Uh-huh. Right before God of War did. And it played a lot like God of War, but then God of War came in and was way better. So it right. kind of just swept Rygar under the rug. But Rygar came first and had the same kind of gameplay where you know, you're throwing your shield and it's coming back to you. And, you know, in God of War, you had the chains of Olympus or whatever, and you're throwing them around. So yeah. Rygar kind of got swept under the rug by God of War. But I, I remember it, it was pretty good from what <laughs> I remember. Huh. Interesting. Every time I think of play, PlayStation 2, I just think of the time that we were supposed to be doing some project for one of our classes in high school, and I got a PlayStation 2, and it was like, yeah, no, well, we're going to play PlayStation I thought- I thought that was PlayStation 1 that we got. Well, we did it with that. Was. Oh, we awesome. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> did it with the PlayStation 1, and then like two months later, I got a PlayStation 2, and it was like, we did it again. Yeah, that sounds about right. No. We probably did it a few times in college, too. Oh, yeah, plenty in college. We had a lot of distractions in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not do work. <laughs> so not, uh, not, ju- not just video games there, either. Right, yeah. Well, Women and everything yeah. there. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else about the game? No, but i tell you what we need to do. Okay, we've got a sponsor. And I know I always say, hey, let's put our... let's. I'll, we'll just put a sponsor in here. We'll edit it in, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then either we do, and it sounds really awkward because we don't properly... Introduce you know, it, yeah. Introduce it, or mm-hmm. we just completely forget, and then our sponsor gets... You know, left out in the cold. So, uh, let's talk about it for just a second right now. Okay. Okay? What do you think about that? Have you heard? It's a movie. It's a movie. I don't know <laughs> if you l- listened to Matthew and I doing a little, our little skit from the Christmas episode where we talked about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's cool. It's a little short film in the works. Um, it's called, I think it's called Heavenly, hang on. It is called Heavenly Mushroom. Mm-hmm. And it actually looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm not just saying that because they sponsored us, but uh, right. it actually does look pretty cool. It's like a anti. I mean, you know, people say may say that it, it's getting old for these post-apocalyptic sci-fi whatever things, you know. But uh, they never get old for me. I think they're cool. No, they never I always cool. like always like seeing these post-apocalyptic. Pope Papa Wittick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate trying to say that word. Yeah. Post apocalyptic. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it looks pretty cool. It's it's called yeah. Heavenly Mushroom. You can go to headtalker.com slash campaigns slash heavenly mushroom and you can support them there. I think they're still raising their funding, but they passed their goal up a long time ago. They're like 350% of their goal, so awesome. the movie the movie's more than likely going to happen. Um, but you can still go there and check it out. Um, 
yeah. So it's pretty. It looks like it looks like it's gonna be a pretty cool little little flick. Yeah. Um, and another another thing about a post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world, <laughs> post-apocalyptic world. Remember that Mel Gibson movie that came out a long time ago, Apocalypto or whatever. Yeah. Well, never uh, saw it. Yeah, I'd, it was okay. It actually wasn't very good. But anyways, uh, we had I, I can't. I think it was Amber's Amber's mom, my wife's, my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always funny because she, I don't know if she was just joking or if she was actually serious and having trouble saying it, but she would always call it a papalicto, like <laughs> a papalicto. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Anyways, that's just a little, little tidbit into into my life there. All right, cool. How Heavenly about, mushroom, uh, check it out. Yeah, heavenly mushroom, check it out. How about? Um, what is it we normally do? It's been a while. Trophies? Trophies? Retro trophies. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got three. As do I. Ooh. What does that make? Six. Yeah. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah, you go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go back and forth. Uh, you go first. My first one is for people that uh, maybe like to play outside a lot as a kid. Well, maybe I'll get this. And it's called Who Turned Over a Cinder Block? And that is Kill for Rolly Polies. So you know when you turn over a cinder block, how many Rolly Polies come out? Well, in Tennessee, I know that happens. I don't know if that happens in the rest of the world, but. (laughs) Yeah, so you turn over a cinder block outside in Tennessee, and Rolly Polies go everywhere, basically. Yeah. Hundreds of them. So who turned over a cinder block? Nice, nice. I have one called It's a Me, Rygar. And to get It's a Me, Rygar, you just have to jump on turtle shells. Ten, ten of them. Bounce off ten turtle shells. And you get It's a Me, Rygar. Alright. Mine is Who needs a rope when you've got this in your pants? Oh. <laughs> that is. <laughs> That is, get the grappling hook and never use a rope to climb again. Because you just throw the grappling hook up and climb up that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I have My next one's pretty much the same thing. Uh, kind of. It's it's called Crotch Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's just use the grappling hook. Shoot the grappling hook into the trees and climb up. Or, or wherever you're shooting it up to. Okay. It's right. Crotch rocket. And then mine is um, Arbor Day is a stupid holiday anyway, and that is kill four trees. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, okay, my last one is uh, if Captain America and Iron Man had a baby, <laughs> and to get that you have to uh, get the armor power up. Nice. Good trophies. We just kind of powered through those really quick, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. All right. How about a... We do feed, you want to do feedback? You want to do some rating? Uh, we normally do rating first, right? Let me just go ahead and... First of all, let me just go ahead and say we've got somebody watching. His name's Michael. Nice name. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Roarher or something, maybe? Roarher. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and he's been putting a bunch of questions on our Q&A 
but oh. they're not really questions. They're more comments, and we have not been noticing them. And I, so I apologize. He was trying to actually tell us, like earlier when you said, uh, I, w- I want to know what the names of the characters are. He actually said the characters' names are in the manual. So thank you for watching and being interactive. Sorry that we're bad at being interactive while watching. So, <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. our bad. <laughs> Anyways, the last so. one. Hello? Question mark? LOL. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hello. No, <laughs> oh, oh man. LOL. Our bad. Yeah. BRB. ROFL. Game rating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How are we gonna rate this game? I'm thinking. I don't know. Famous hmm. Shield. Type Famous of Shield. Shield. I don't know. The only famous shield I can think of is like Captain America's shield right off the top of my head, so that's probably not a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be shield related somehow, though, right? Hmm. It's, it's like the crux of this game. The crux of this game is the shield right. thing. Right. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know of any kind of types of shields, though. Okay, let's do shields. Though. I've got. I can think of. I can think of at least two now. Okay. You go first. Let me think about this. I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it the wooden shield from Zelda, like the one he has before he gets the really nice one. Because I think yeah. this game is. Uh, I think this game's good, and it's it's worthy of a a shield, but it's not worthy of the shield. You know what I mean? So it's like one of the shields you get kind of in the middle of the game. So. Maybe not the wooden shield. There's another shield that you get somewhere in between. It's like a regular shield, but it's not the Hyrule shield. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one the shield in between the wooden shield and the Hyrule shield because it's okay. it's an okay game. Okay, I'm going to kind of go along the same lines, but I'm going to give them the Captain America shield from the Iron Man movie. Now, if you remember in the original Iron Man movie, there was the the Captain America shield in the background, and everybody went crazy because they were like, oh, it's the Captain America shield, and it's a sign that there's going to be an Avengers movie. Do you remember uh, that? It's been a I long do. time ago. Yeah, I do remember that. So it's thing. like the prototype shield. So it's not the shield. So it's yeah. not you know, the coolest shield. That it's not your go-to shield. If you're Captain yeah, America, it's not, it's not, the go-to. Go-to. It's not yeah. your go-to. Yeah, I got you. Right, it's not the go-to, but it's 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 good. It'll do in a it pinch. Yeah. <laughs> you really need to block something. You got it. And it's good to go. Right. So. I got you. I got you. It's, it's, this game, I, I like that. Because this game, if you really need to get your game and fix, this is better than, say, Deadly Towers. Or... Oh, man. That's, that's actually really like thrown it low. <laughs> okay. Like a ton of games in between, too. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually, I would put, the, I would probably put this game on par with maybe, uh, maybe right around or slightly, just barely worse than Wizards and Warriors. No, probably a little bit better than Wizards and Warriors. Kind of yeah, in the I same think area. Than Wizards and Warriors, yeah, yeah. But still kind of in the same area. So that's that's good because so it'll do when you really need to block something. You you got it right. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Our train mascot even comes at night. <laughs> nice, awesome. I thought he was only—I okay. thought he was just a morning person, but I guess he's kind of a—he's late night. There he is. Yeah, he's blowing his whistle. 
All right, we better get to some of this uh, this deep adder feedback because we've got a ton of it, I think, don't we? Yeah, we've got a lot. You ready? Or you got it pulled up this time? I've got it pulled up, man. I I had it pulled up before the show started tonight. Wow. Yeah. So the first comment, this is coming from our Facebook group page, comes from Joe Koppel or Copel. I don't know. I think it's I think it's Copel. Copel. Okay. Joe Copel, who I gotta say appears to be nude in this profile picture. So Joe, yeah. Okay. Joe says, "Awesome. Love this game as a kid. Can't wait to hear you guys talk about this one." Uh, Tim Van Autry, dude Tim, as I should say, dude Tim says yes, fantastic. Uh, dude Hickman says my only suggestion is that you give the nice guys and fellow retro junkies over at Ten Pence Arcade a shout out since they covered it recently. So yes, go check out Ten Pence Arcade uh, since they're talking about it too. <laughs> yeah, there you so, go. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, Greg Polander says, great game. It's a game that could uh, really benefit from having a battery or passwords, though, as it can be uh, long to do in one sitting. Also a game that just begs to be used in uh, the E-word for safe states. <laughs> Wink face. Winky face. <laughs> uh-huh. First time I played this as a kid, back in the day, I made maps and worked my way through carefully. He's the one I was talking about, I guess. Then, in later playthroughs, I would spend an hour or so raising my levels in the early game zones and then crush the game after that. Nothing in common with the arcade game, really, but good graphics for its time and some really great music. Uh, next comment, coming from Eric Goval's Purcell. <laughs> oh, that's low. I completely love this game. I remember losing many hours to this game. Trust me, that's not a bad thing. I do agree that this title would have benefited from a battery backup for save game for game saves. Derek Kalista, his he has my uh, probably my favorite comment, and it is yes and please. <laughs> that's very polite of you, Derek. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ross Beck says creepy tree lizard guy is creepy. <laughs> okay. Paul Stevenson <laughs> Paul Stevenson says great game, beat it at a friend's house uh, he had to leave his system on that I remember cause we got fed up playing it so I picked it up the next morning where where we were at and beat it the next day good idea to grind if I remember correctly I may have to revisit it it's been a long time Justin Dewey great soundtrack one more time, great soundtrack <laughs> The game is a lot of fun. I still pop this one in from time to time. Yeah, I feel like we didn't we didn't talk enough about the soundtrack, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We tend to, we tend to breeze over soundtracks a lot, but we do play a lot of the music during the show. Yeah, kind of in the background and at the beginning. So I guess it's kind of okay that we brushed right over it, but it is really good. This game that's probably one of the shining parts of this game is the soundtrack. It really is. Yeah, I. I mentioned it earlier, and uh, uh, I, that is one of my favorite parts of the game. So, um, where were we? Uh, Ferg. So Ferg says this game is the only time 
that I ever left the NES powered on overnight, so I wouldn't lose my place. But I ended up getting stuck and didn't know how to get past a part that I've for, since forgotten about. I was 27 years old when I did this, probably 10 years after it came out. So my question is, Ferg, is your NES still on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to turn that thing off. You may uh, want to turn point. that off. You may want to turn yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go with some, or yeah, I, I, I can take over. We've already talked okay. about we've already talked about Greg. He's already left one bit of feedback, so I'm going to skip your second one, Greg. Sorry, for sake of time. Uh, Mike Campana Campana says, "I remember being angry that it wasn't like the arcade, except the first board. Then I kept playing it and liked what they did. NES was notorious for changing the game. Some good, some bad. This is a good one. Yeah, I meant to ask you. Did you think this was better?" Than the arcade. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, right there. Short answer, yes. Yeah. What about Short you? Short answer is fine. I, I say yes as well. Okay. All right. Humberto Montoya, or yeah, Herbert, Humberto Montoya says, I've actually never played this one. The hunt is afoot. To the video game store, he says. <laughs> I hope he found it. I tell you, yeah. I, when, I, when I got it, it was pretty darn cheap, and I think it's still kind of a cheap game. So, three thousand dollars cheap. Well, not brand new, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Philip Vaughn says, "Go, Humberto, go." <laughs> Cheering him on. Yeah. And then he also says, "The speed run on it is twenty-two minutes and fifty-three seconds. That's pretty darn fast." That is ridiculously fast. Don't have to leave your don't have to leave your console on if you're going to beat it that fast. Yeah. Uh, Matt Daly says I also like this better than the arcade. They made it into more of an adventure game than a straight up action, and I think it works well in the NES. Also, I love the music. So there's another good vote for the music. Mm-hmm. Clayton South, who's our big big time. Uh, Honorary dude who does all our sweet get name the games on the mm-hmm. Facebook group. Yeah. So if you like playing games where you get to look at a screenshot and guess the name of the game, then visit our Facebook group because he he does a good job of manning that little yeah. game that we play. Yes. Uh, he says I played this game on the NES and the related game on the PS2. Despite the nice graphics on the PS2, I still like the original. This is Rygar, a gr- Rygar, good game. Uh, edit. Notice the similarities in graphic assets, pillars, columns, backgrounds, etc. between Rygar and Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The, the backgrounds do seem like they just kind of cut and paste a little bit between the two games. I don't know which one came out first, but it, I wasn't bothered by it. I thought it was. I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I don't. I don't mind when people do that because. Um, I don't know. Some people may mind, but I don't mind because it helps them focus on other parts of the game, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dude Hickman says, I loved this game as a kid. I also have a memory of my older sister staying home and beating the game in one sitting. Have you heard the original music from the Japanese version? It's got a different feel to it and actually goes on a bit longer. I really enjoyed it. And, cool. Uh, no, I have not heard the... The NES, the Famicom version, Aaron. So he's got the link to it here. So I will listen to it very soon. 
Uh, then we already said a joke couple, but he did. He does uh, say that he's seen it as low as three dollars. Some yep. places. So for three dollars, this game's totally worth it. Oh yeah. I don't Definitely. know if I'd go in, into the twenty, thirty, forty dollar range, but yeah, anything less than twenty dollars, maybe anything less than fifteen dollars, this game is totally worth picking up. Very good. It's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, that's uh, pretty much it. We got a lot. I got a lot of news to go over real quick. Okay. If that's cool with you, some some bits of news. One thing is our from app. around the world. Yeah, from around the world. One thing is our app. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we have been taken down from the Google Play Store because we apparently have violated intellectual property. Meaning that I guess I used the word Nintendo too many times in our description or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I guess you're not allowed to. I, maybe they were concerned that we were trying to associate ourselves with Nintendo, but I don't think we were doing that. But, anyways, regardless. It's been taken down. So if you're using the app and you enjoy using the app, do not uninstall it because you won't be able to get it back until we get this sorted out about the and get back in the Play Store, which really kind of irks me because there's emulators, plain mm-hmm. and simple, in the Play Store that say... That say Nintendo. Yeah, it says NES emulator. And when you get that, you can download it and you can just steal all kinds of intellectual property all you want and play the, play the crap out of it. So, But... Yeah. Anyways, that's beside the point. We're not stealing anything. We're just talking about it. We're just, yeah, we're just yeah. talking about it. We're not stealing it. Well, I guess we're using the music. I don't know. Is that considered stealing? I don't think so. Yeah. We're not using it. We're using it as like a way of talking about the game and studying the game. So I don't right. think it's... That's not a violation. All right. So anyways, enough about the app. The other big bit of news is in a couple of months, actually by the time March rolls around... Our feed is going to change on iTunes and everywhere, um, the RSS feed. So if you're listening to this right now and you have been listening to us for a really long time, then come March, you may have to unsubscribe and then resubscribe to us because the episodes made you all of a sudden stop. You won't hear another one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, chances, chances are, if you're listening anywhere but iTunes, then you're probably already listening to us on the on our new feed because we've been using it for a long time. We just haven't been using it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. But on iTunes, we're switching over, going the HD feed for everything, and because um, we're trying to do away with Podomatic because they're very restrictive. Whereas if we don't use Podomatic, we can do whatever we want, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're moving away from Podomatic, which means that it, at some point in March, if you're on the Podomatic feed, you will no longer get new episodes. So if you see us posting about new episodes, or if you're if it's been a couple weeks and you're like, I wonder where the new episodes are. I'm not getting new episodes. Then what you need to do is you need to unsubscribe and then resubscribe, and then you'll get onto the new feed. And I'm sorry we have to do this, but Podomatic is kind of being they're kind of being jerks, and they will not. Um, they will not forward the feed for us, which I can understand. It's a business for them. They want us to keep mm-hmm. using them. Right. So they're not going to forward our feed for us. So that's fine. Right. But we're not going to use them anymore. Um, so what you need, what you have to do is, and we'll keep telling you this every episode until we disappear on the old feed. Right. So that's the big news there. And the other big news is eventually, sometime in February, we'll probably be taking another break for right. two, two or three weeks at least 
Somebody, mm-hmm. somebody's having a, having a baby. Right. Yeah, I got to get things settled in. So my second child will be due right as of right now, Valentine's Day. Oh, that's so sweet. we're gonna take uh, take a couple couple weeks, not long, not not a, like a three month, you know, thing, but you know, two or three weeks to kind of get things settled in before we start recording again. Yeah. So want to give you time to get everything, get the the newborn jitters out of the way. Yeah. And then so. uh, and then we'll get back at it. But so right. we, we we don't really know when that's going to happen because it's kind of dependent on the baby. So right. We're just kind of playing that by ear. I think that was it. Oh, wait, we got new honorary dudes. I told you I had a lot of news. Told you I had a lot of news and updates. Best news of all right here. We got three three new ones. Three spanking new honorary dudes. All right. All right. The first one is Dude Philip. Philip Vaughn, because he is constantly posting on our group and... And commenting, and I don't think I don't think he's missed a comment on an episode since he's been listening. So I definitely yeah. appreciate him. So he's definitely a brand new honorary dude. Another one is Dude McCallum. So Rob McCallum, he uh, he's actually been on our show twice, and we've not made him an honorary dude. So I don't know why, but uh, he deserves uh, it. He's going to he be coming on again here pretty soon too, right? Yeah, yeah. We we hope to get him and Jay both on. Because they've got a Kickstarter right now, so if you're listening to this and you haven't you haven't got on their Kickstarter and supported them there, then you should do that. You can get a DVD of their sweet yeah. documentary that's coming out, and they'll be on to talk about it. Hopefully, we'll get them on to talk about it before their Kickstarter runs out. Yeah, so you'll hear about it again. And then finally, we got the Atari Man dude. Atari Man dude, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. I couldn't figure out how to do it. But Atari Man, dude, he's been writing a couple articles for our website so that it doesn't stay stale. Yeah. So he's actually writing some pretty cool articles. I think he did it. Atari Man loves, and I think the one he wrote for us was the uh, the only one he's got up right now is the NES Click or something. He talks about how he likes the noise that it makes when you push it down. Mm-hmm. Which, so yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I like his articles are are interesting because he's he's talking about like unusual things. Like I think he's got one coming up, and I'm gonna save it until we actually talk about Paperboy. But he's got one coming up called the the Breakdancing Man on Paperboy. Atari, uh, Atari Man loves the Breakdancing Man, so stay stay tuned for that. That should be pretty fun. That, that'll be a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I can tell everybody I feel like news just kind of drags on we actually lost a viewer on our live feed here our one viewer we had three actually during most of the show I started going over all this news stuff that everybody hates to hear and he just went I'm out Yeah, (laughs) I can't do this this news stuff well you can check us out Facebook, Twitter every kind of social media NESDudes.com, two dudes and a nest.com, and nestdudes.com. Nintendudes.com also. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nintendudes. Check us out on all those different links to get to our website and read that article like Atari Man has put up and other related, show related articles. And how do you call us, Mike? With the telephone. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the number off the top of my head, sorry. And I don't have my I don't have that phone in here with me, so it's seven seven five seven retro one. There you go. That's good. I like that. So, I don't I, know the know numbers, what? but it's, I think it's seven seven five seven seven three eighty seven sixty one, maybe? Sounds right. Yeah, if you get some somebody besides us and you call that number, then I'm sorry. But I think that's right. It's seven retro one. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had we had an iTunes review back on November twenty second that I have been forgetting about. Can we just go through that one real quick? Yeah, do that. Yeah. We're just cram cram it all in here at the end, okay? All right. So we got an iTunes review that I'm and I'm apologize to you, S G H U D U D H, which is his username on iTunes. Mm -hmm. I apologize. It was a five, it was a five star review, and I really wanted to say it back in November, and I forgot. And then I've just let it sit there since November. But he says, "Great concept and fun execution helps me fulfill my need for gaming nostalgia." So, thank you, Sujahudhudhudha. Yeah. <laughs> That's very very kind words for you. And you know, we haven't gotten an I since November actually. We haven't we're gotten one because we didn't read that one. It's because we couldn't read karma. Bad karma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now they're just going to come flying in. We're going to hit a hundred reviews. Right. right. In the next in the next couple of months, we're going to go, we're going to hit a hundred. We're at sixty right now. We're going to hit a hundred. I just know it. Sweetness. All right. All right. Uh, Tom Arnold, Sweet Feed, uh, something, something. <laughs> Tom Arnold would be impressed with that ending to the show. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know what the next game is. Actually, I do, but I'm not going to tell you. You just got to listen to the music. So here we go. See y'all.